Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Today on the show, Radical Ones, we're seeing double with the S Club movie, seeing double from 2003. We are S Club, we formed a band. We make records. We release records and we talk. It's time to get radical. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with co-host Rob. You were about to say David. No, I was actually going <laughs> to, I was going to say, I was trying to think of your new Instagram name that oh, you were going by. Oh, God, no, we're not talking about that. I'm still just slowly getting that off the ground. Anyways, I have an Instagram page where I'm just cataloging all of the movies that I will watch for 2023. And it's not even a big deal. I'm not looking for like some big follow or whatever, but I'm just, just, this is just me expressing. That's all it is. I'm just expressing myself through this. I tried it a couple of years ago and then I fell off in August. I just could not keep up with it because it's dedication. It is dedication. And then it's also like, if I do want a following, do I have to like put out a full review or can I just write one or two sentences? I don't know. I was still figuring that out. And then I was posting on Instagram and all of this stuff, but it's surrounded around my letterbox account. And I have like tons of reviews on there. Anyways, you know, I cataloged all the stuff that I did on movie geek and proud. So I was just doing this again. So far I've kept it up and I don't mind making them for now. I just hope that I can keep up with it. But yes, I am. It, it's, I think it's a C. It's so new. I don't even remember my name. It's <laughs> I want to say I think it's Rob, Rob the Movie Geek, but yes. I was just like, wait, is it Rob the Movie Geek or did he change it? No, no, it's Rob the Movie Geek, all one word. And then I think if you also look up the Unique Geek, then it should come up too. But if not, Rob the Movie Geek is fine. I'm Ooh, literally the Unique Geek. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I'm using my, you know, point system and I'm just rating everything that I see. It, it's like 10 seconds of just stuff on there to look at. And yeah. Anyways, yes, Rob the Movie Geek. <laughs> Which, of course, we will have the links below in the in the description. But he's doing it from the beginning of the year. So Rob did have to, like, go back and yeah. try to catch up. So that's... 
I did. And, and that's the other thing too, is like, there's no formula for the order of movies that I'm watching. I'm literally just getting inspired by like, I have not seen that yet. It's been on my queue forever. Let me just watch it. So like the first movie is Vampire Academy. No reason yeah, why, <laughs> but it was a new year. And I was just like, let me just watch something that I haven't seen before. I've always had this on my list. Let me just finally watch it. And then it just starts from there. So it's so random. <laughs> that's something new for Rob. And we're also still doing these TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> us old biddies over here are trying our best to keep up with you youngins, okay? <laughs> Almost 40 and plus 40 year old still trying to figure out what TikTok is all about. Lord, oh we're trying God. to stay current and keep up. We're trying. So yeah, we are definitely showing our age with these videos. We, Rob and I were talking off camera. I really do think we're going to get better at these. It's like the timing and and I've always wanted to do these. I've always wanted to do these. And TikTok coming out was finally the platform to do it. But I literally opened it and I was like, this is the most confusing Gen Z stuff <laughs> yes. I've ever seen. Like, I one day I will learn. I just am so, I can't. I will just do my fake reels and we will just do them the long way and we'll make it work. But I love doing reenactments. I hope to get better at this. I really do because I want to keep doing them. The Diva Talks one was so good because that's sad. He's looking at his nails. You are making me look so bad, though, with your costumes, though, because I'm just kicking it with a T-shirt and a blank <laughs> canvas wall, and you're over here just making costumes all the time. <sighs> that was, by the way, a bag from... Do you have them out there, Lidl, by the way, that German market? We probably do, but I've never heard of it. It's one of those paper bags, almost like a Trader Joe looking. I'm like, you know what? This could be a good Reader Repulsa. It's very... <laughs> Neck collar. No, it was... <laughs> It was very creative. I loved it. And I had masks. I had a mask that I was going to put on, but I think I tossed it when I moved to just get rid of the clutter. And it just, yeah, too bad I didn't keep it. Rob is known, of course, for his movies, but he's also known for games. If you know Rob, he is a game person. A matter of fact, at the beginning of the year, we promised more games. Rob is the one who's keeping to that promise. <laughs> I sure am. You guys haven't thought of any games to play. I'm like, I'll just think of another one. That's totally fine. So our game master as well, Rob, has brought a themed game for this episode. So why don't you tell everyone? Okay, so this is a very simple game. I mean, you guys are just listening. You're not even watching. And I think with enough voices, we will start putting these games in video so you guys can actually see yes it. yes but we gotta we gotta get that whole like do you guys want it because like doing video is tough for editor ryan to like continue to do each time so if there is a audience for we will definitely start putting these games in video but for now anybody i like that i like yes. that <laughs> anybody who is listening i pray that you are listening to this episode because you are a big fan of s club and s club 7 so this game is for you it is very simple i'm going to read some lyrics without the musicality i can't sing anyway so this game is very fitting for me and ryan will have to guess what song it is now ryan i'm not gonna let up because 
I know that you like old school S Club 7. I'm more of an S Club person, so hopefully you know the songs that I'm giving you because they're not all singles. Radical ones, I hope you guys are okay with me using just some unknowns. I gave him some good ones, but yeah, let's see if he knows these songs. Okay, here's the first one. Bring on the one to save me. To you, it might sound crazy. Way down inside my heart. I'm drowning. Yes. I'm in too deep. Yes. I was like, hold it, Ryan. Hold it. I just wanted to. When did you know? Did you know like right away? Yes, because that lyric structure always made me laugh in my head it's like bring on the one to save me now when i was reading it to you was i did i sound like i was singing the song at all or did i read it very like no you sound it okay no it just registered i tried in my head. to hold it in too and i was just like i don't want to sing i can't believe you know this song i love this song Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, I'm I love ready. this song. I love this song. Okay, okay. Here's the next one. When we all get back together, me and my friends are... Look at you already knowing this. <laughs> me and my friends are ever and ever. Tonight. <laughs> so nice when we're all sharing our dreams. They're for each other. You know just what I mean. Cheek to cheek. And this is a B-side too, but this was so hot on S Club and Miami, aka Miami 7 to the, our English, of course, original listeners. Look at him flexing, but has not said the answer yet. Oh my god, it's called So Right, but they also call it When We Get Together, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is so right. That is correct. Very good. Very good. I wonder how you guys are all doing listening. Here is the third one. It's in the sciences, genetically proven, because when you touch me, the reaction, it just blows me away. Baby, loving you comes easily to me. It's what I'm living for. Natural. 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 Mm, mm, mm. Yes, I love natural. Natural is fun. Okay, I have three more. Hold on to what you try to be your individuality when the world is on your shoulders. Just smile and let it go. If people try to put you down, just walk. I can't. I gotta stop myself because Rob knows I will belt it out. Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Literally singing that song. People try to put you down, bring it on back. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Bring it all back to me. Okay, next one. Sometimes I think that I can feel you breathing on me. You are there so deep inside. And I like what I feel, though it's not always real. It's there so deep inside. Okay, this is always hanging on. Oh, it's gonna, gonna be, be so hard. hard. Oh, oh, this is my song. Oh my god, I love this but song. I will be alone. Cross my heart. There and we go. No Cross my heart. Oh my Cross god. My heart. <laughs> that album, that LA season, was like to me top S Club, top pop, I feel like. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, here's the last one. And I'm going to give you a little hint because I don't want to scare you. But I have a feeling you'd probably get it if I didn't say anything. This is actually a mashup. So these are oh. two titles and you must Holy say them in crap. order. Okay. 
All right. I thought I knew what love was. I always ended up in tears just the way my world was until you walked into my life. Though it's shining all around, it's all right. The future is bright and the walls will come tumbling down. Okay, the first one is you. The walls are tumbling down. Can you say that one? Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. sorry. Though it's shining all around, it's all right, the future is bright, and the walls will come tumbling down. It's all right. Literally, it's all right. <laughs> okay, so what is the title of this smash-up? You, it's all right? It's not, it's all right. <clears throat> nope. You got the first part right. Yes, it is you. And the walls come tumbling down. It's all right. Anything you wanted. Okay, so it's not that. It's not, it's all right. Until you walked into my life, though it's shining all around, it's all right. The future is bright and the walls will come tumbling down. I can't believe I'm saying this, but with how Rob is reading it, I cannot feel the musicality. So he's doing really good. Wow. Did I stomp you finally on one? Oh my God. I'm, and I'm probably, it's probably going to be one of the best. Here we go, Rob. What, what, what was the answer? <laughs> you know it now? This is da, da, down. Oh my god. We should have recorded this on video because I am that's <laughs> called juniors, right? Anytime, any place. I could call my name and I'll No, nope, you need to listen to this more times. So, so it's Anytime, Anywhere. That is the name of it. Oh, uh, he got me. He got uh, me. Well, you were very impressive. And you know what's funny? I'm listening to their their music catalog. I know there's a word for it. What is the word? Yeah, catalog. No, music no, catalog. It's, it's like, it's like a, what is that word? It's, it's oh, not, discography? discography? Discography, yes. I was listening to them, and I was like, I don't know any of these songs. I thought I knew the lyrics to all of these, and I'm really bad at it. I thought I knew them better. But honestly, like most of these, I don't know the actual <laughs> lyrics to them. Um, Some of these, I was like, oh, is that what they said <laughs> but <laughs> i still have my favorites so good job and uh i don't know how all of you guys did but hopefully you had fun listening as well as playing along so that was my game that was great that game was really fun thank you so much for making that and bringing the games to the radical ones <laughs> i have more so i'm sure this won't be the last Today's topic is S-Club's movie, Seeing Double. But before we get into that, the reason this came about, not just because I want an excuse to talk about S-Club 7, but Radical Ones, there is rumors afoot. It's basically almost confirmed. S-Club 7 is getting back together for the 25th anniversary, and they're doing a tour. Please, God, can't we get two dates in the United States? No, no, they're not coming here. Here's the thing. When it comes to steps 
S Club, Spice Girls, those members who are like one foot out of the door are only going to agree to come back if they don't have to travel out of the country. There's no way Josh is leaving the country. He has a different life now. He's like, look, I will do two or three shows here on land, but I am not going overseas for this. And that's why we will never see a full group here in the U.S. This is not going to happen. You know, it's really funny that prior to a few years ago, Tina, Bradley, and Joe were touring as S Club 3, and now they're down to Bradley and just Tina. (laughs) They go by S Club now. That's probably what Rob is saying. We would get two members of seven. Jeez. Maybe just one. (laughs) That's just the reality of it all. So, I mean, we got a reunion of Spice Girls, but honestly, Tosh was just like, I'm not leaving. Like, there's just no way I'm leaving the country. So... Yeah, unfortunate. But yes, uh, I did also hear about this reunion and I'm happy for them. And I hope that when they do come out with new music, do we want it as bubbly as before? Or do you think that they are possible to have a mature sound? Or I shouldn't say mature. It's not like they were immature before, but a modern sound, like, accomplished. And Steps, I think, did it beautifully. I'm not sure, like... The album is so good. But this is not about Steps. That's true. We are on S Club right now. But let's say if they could take that formula, because I think with the Seeing Double album and the live and things like that, they were kind of getting more adult sounding. So, yes, I would love, I would love a modern S Club 7 album. Not just a song, not just sell another greatest hit so Ryan can import this one too. Give us an album, one album, one more album as a 7. Yes, modern, mature, and ballads, of course. Well, let's hope. <laughs> hope that we get a concert like we did with Spice Girls and I can just watch it on YouTube because yeah, traveling is expensive. Oh my god, especially now. Forget about it. I can't even imagine. Yes, club. How did us two little American boys find S Club 7? I mean, yes, it was a global sensation probably everywhere but us, but we did have S Club. It was a moment in the U.S. Never Had a Dream Come True became a number one song on TRL. They, they actually came to TRL, I remember that, to perform in their winter outfits. You know, those Never Had a Dream Come True, like I do whatever the that. hell they were wearing. I mean, when so, you when you get black people to actually be like okay that's that's the jam you know that you've made it <laughs> i mean i i can literally pinpoint each boy band and each like like britney and christina and girl groups or whatever and be like there is one song that black people listen to and that's when you know you've got a hit not that we and are it- the deciders but to get them to like this white ass music like it's it's an accomplishment and never had a dream come true was one that transcend all races like you just couldn't stop it so it made sense i mean their tv show was running parallel on it was first Fox family, then it was ABC family, Mm -hmm. and in in America, it's actually called S Club 7 in Miami, S Club 7 in LA, but in the original country of England, it's LA 7, Miami 7, Mm -hmm. Hollywood 7, and then the last season was Viva S Club or whatever, but, so did you follow the series even till, I mean, I think I know, but like even to Viva S Club, which was their last series? No, I have such little memory of this show. 
show. So I want to say that I saw mostly L.A. and a little bit of Miami. Which one had Linda Blair? L.A., which is my favorite. Well, there you go. So, I mean, I think it's just due to my age and just sort of my access to television. That is what I remember. But honestly, I like plot points, any of that, like I, you don't ask me. I don't remember any, but L.A. was probably the most exposed of mm. the series. And then I just kind of noticed how the show progressed with each theme song because it was a song that was chosen to be the theme song and i fell in love with that but then when it came to the show i just never watched i don't remember exactly how it happened most of the music that i would follow or discover is because they had some kind of concert on disney channel now i don't think s club had one they had an abc concert though so maybe you saw that but it was either that or a specific single it was either you or maybe bring it all back i don't remember something triggered me to pay attention but what i wanted to reveal this is so my age right now so i i bought the yeah, it's it's hard to really pinpoint. So the CDs that I bought, I believe, was the first three. They only have like four, right? Four or five. So yeah, it's four, and they condense. I hate this. They they have like four albums, but they but, condensed it in the U.S. They would like yeah. cut songs and put yeah. them together. Yeah. Why? Why? It's hard to do that. But anyway, so I. I have at least three physical CDs in my collection of S Club, right? I would listen to them, pick out my favorites, but honestly, it was never really a group that I like gravitated to. Having said that though, I discovered them and and made the move to listen to them more through BMG. Do you oh. remember BMG? I can't they were on that? Yes. I lived for BMG. So BMG was a CD collection um, catalog it, yeah. <laughs> um, thing where you, it was it was like Columbia House and all of that, and you would buy CDs for like a penny, right? They would try and get you with these deals, but then, you know, of course, tax and everything and shipping just really bumped it up. But there were moments where if you bought a certain number of CDs or if you bought it during a certain month or whatever, CDs would cost like five bucks if you get like five or seven. Like they had so many good deals that if I heard remotely anything new to the pop phenomenon, I bought it just to try it out. I discovered yeah. so much overseas and um, music groups like Play and Five. And, oh and first of all, if y'all don't know Play, oh my God. Now this, this was a girl group for me. These women... These girls had voices. I they're Sweden. I love play to this day. I you love know, play. if it's not an oh, English pop star, it's a Swedish pop star that come yeah. up with those bangers. Oh, but like Samantha Mumba and like Billy oh, yes. and like all oh, of those, Billy. like yeah, all of those overseas folks. I found out and discovered through BMG. BMG was like I would get that catalog in the mail, and it would be the joyous two hours of my life. And S Club was a part of that. So after never had a dream come true then i was at sam goody and all those other places buying the cd and so that's how i discovered them i think is that i just took a chance on them when they were on bmg 
because it was just cheap. Anyone who doesn't know that Rob just brought us back ordering CDs in the mail. And I cannot tell you how many people at my school... Rob, is this universal? The people that would say that they sent it, but then they didn't pay the money, but the, they got the CDs, but then the I heard so many people at school saying, all you have to do is mail the thing, but you don't have to pay for them. I'm like, what? Anyway, <laughs> is that universal? Did every kid do this thing? I mean, I didn't do it. I don't know if I remember a trick like that. Um, I guess I was just too scared to even like oh, yeah. mess up my name or whatever, because it was all under my name. I was like, I'm not starting my credit bad already. That's the thing, Rob. And they said they would make up fake names. That yeah. would, like, be, like bewildered me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the TV show. I fell in love with the cheese. The songs were just the icing on the cake, Rob. I really try to make a movement for this band in the U.S. At my local high school, if anyone's listening, Philip Talon, anyone out there who went to high school with me, you will know I tried to push S Club 7 and it was not happening. First off, in high school especially. Yeah. And then second off, it was the cheesiest, the cheesiest music in the sense of that's not what people were listening to. I was listening to S Club 7. Anyway. Yeah. I was obsessed, Rob. I mean, I VHS taped those episodes to make sure I got them. I was on the forums online importing CDs from Amazon. And you know what? I think the height of my love, I showed that my father was able to name all seven members. So that oh, just tells amazing. you what the hell was I doing? into my parents too with this band <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I love that. I love them. When they got back together a few years ago, I remember running home from work just to see this YouTube upload of them performing for this Children in Need concert in, in the UK. And they did go on a UK tour at the time with all seven members again. I, I just, when this came around, I'm like, please finally give us the album S Club. <laughs> I have high hopes. I am definitely going to give them a, a chance when they do. But it, it's great news. And I mean, what a perfect time to do that. And you kind of have to owe it to steps for kind of opening that possible door because you know man they like they're killing it right now and they that group has been around forever so yeah, forever forever so yeah i always say if they can do it why not So Ryan, I'm going to go through a couple of things because we we need to really share exactly how much of S Club that you really enjoy. Tell me, if possible, some of your favorite tracks from them. So the cheese in me loves You're My Number One because of that 50s kind of throwback. Again, this is early S Club. Yeah. But can I tell you, Two in a Million is still my jam till this day. Two in a Million has grown Ugh. on me for sure. It has definitely grown. Yes, that's a good one. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I saw Drew Fuller from Our Charmed in the Two in a Million video, and we need to confirm it somehow. I, I had swear. no idea. Are you serious? I gotta send you it because it looks like him. Look, and I've thought that for years since Charmed was on the air. I'm like, wait a minute, is that is that Chris? Is that Drew Fuller? We will find out. Any other songs that were on your list? Cross my heart. That was kind of R and B ish, if I dare <laughs> say, for S Club. Cross my heart is one of my favorites too. So we have that in common. Is there any other ones? 
I mean, Natural is amazing. Natural. Love Ain't Gonna Wait For You. Alive is just... Okay. There was a time in my life, Radical Ones, where I used to actively bring that CD to parties and try to get people to play that song. And it didn't catch on. It didn't. <laughs> Straight From The Heart on their last album is a ballad. I absolutely love this, but it is so cheesy. But I love it. I just love it. Honestly, even their B-sides, Rob, so many things. So what about you? What are your some of your favorites? So you named two of them, uh, Alive and Cross My Heart. So good. I love those two songs. Natural, again, is another one. And I don't know if it was Natural or Show Me Your Colors was my first exposure to them. I mean, I want to say, like, bring it all back, but that song didn't really hit me to be like, oh my god, that's one of my favorite songs. I think, remind me when, I think it was the oldest Brady in one of the episodes. (laughs) Yes! Greg Brady plays their manager in Hollywood. Their manager, okay. So then they went to, like, some air stripper whatever and then they did that like show me your colors so show me your colors okay so yeah that is a very vivid memory that will never (laughs) escape me i remember that scene so much but i could remember if it was natural or show me your colors and so it was show me your colors so yes that song i think is my absolute favorite song of s club it is a really good song i just love that song so much i am more s club than you i like most of their latest stuff and into deep is really good too oh I think I can't remember. I think this is John's. Yeah, it is. It's his official song. Yeah. If you weren't Bradley or Joe or Rachel, they kind of sparingly gave you like a song if you were like a Hannah, a Tina, a John. Yeah. So In Too Deep, I really, really like. And I don't know if that was ever a single. No, but it should have been. If it it should have been like a mature yeah. audience kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, so we have favorites. Now I want to ask you which songs, or maybe they overlap, are the fun ones. And what I mean by fun, I mean you have a very hard time either dancing to or lip syncing to, or they bring like the biggest smile to your face. You're my number one because of that cheese. Okay. Always, this song always reminded me of a Spice Girl song, Love Train. Where Paul How did Love Train go? Love Train, getting on the love train. Okay. Love train. Okay. I think I know that one. Yes. <laughs> Stronger, which is a Tina song. Okay. I really like Stronger. Again, I hate to mention it, but Love Ain't Gonna Wait For You gets me every time. It gets me every time. Although Dance in the movie that we're covering is actually a great song, too, from their later album. Dance gets me excited. I am going, like, way into the bubblegum. Like, bring it all back. Like, yeah, I cannot stop moving. You, my God, you always gets me off my feet, but I just just can't help it. Um, Yeah, every time. But, of course, the association with the theme song is well okay because they cut it great their themes were cut so good that they the way they song would just start in their intros were fantastic as club party definitely and reach obviously i think reach is probably the closest to like kids bop that as club will ever get it sounds so much like a kids bop song it reach is just so for the little ones and you could
could play this anywhere, any grade, any assembly, any play. Like Reach is literally for the kids. It is for the children. And then um, a whole lot of nothing. Oh my God. I cannot. Oh my God. No stop. creep, no peep. Yes. And a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. So good. So those are my fun songs. Now I'm going to be a little petty. I want you to rank as Club 7. Put them in order because you know they're listening. So be careful with your answer. <laughs> my favorite favorite. And actually, she's one of my favorite singers. I say, have your solo album, Joe. I have both of them. Joe would be my favorite member singing wise. So I would okay. have to put her first. Okay. Tina is my second favorite. Tina always makes me laugh. Even in the series, I love Tina. I would say then they're also likable. They're also likable. Paul next. Oh my God, this is hard. Hannah, Bradley, Rachel, John. Okay. Hater. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Okay. Very cool. I have absolutely no reason for my order except for Vibe. And Hannah is first only because she did uh, Son of Chucky. And uh, Tina, then John, then Bradley, Rachel, Joe, and Paul. That is my order. Actually, Hannah is extremely likable always, too. So I could see her being number one. Yeah, I, I love her. Now, if you can, and again, because of how they mix up the U.S. versions of these albums, I need you to rank the albums now. I would say Seven, which is their second album, which is the Never Had a Dream Come True, Cross My Heart. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. That's and amazing. Then... I did not think you would pick that. That's my favorite, too. Yeah, well, it had more of the songs that I liked. I don't think there's really ever been a full album where I liked all the songs, let alone half of them. But there were ones that were bangers, and I will forever listen to them today. But again, Seven had the most songs that I liked in one album. And Seven had a lot of songs cut for our US too. Oh God, why do they do this to us? So <laughs> Seven, I would say, Seeing Double, which is their last one. But in the US, it's called Don't Stop Moving, and they, they would combine their album Sunshine and Seeing Double together. Yeah. Seven, Seeing Double, bring it all back or is it just called s club i think i think it's called just s club seven s club seven and then sunshine even though sunshine does have don't stop moving i've heard it enough to yeah yeah no that's good i mean i think my list is pretty much aligned but yeah i was more s club so yeah seven don't stop moving my top two leading back to their first album or whatnot so uh okay good you survived that look at that they still love you out there Arrest them. You, you can't arrest us. I mean, we're a famous band. You're the S Club? Yes! What is the S Club? Yeah, come on. You mean you haven't heard? They're only the hottest pop group in the world. And now they're coming to America in their very own movie. John, Hannah, Joe, Tina, Rachel, my favorites. And Bradley. Bradley. So what did you say I missed the question? They're the worldwide sensation with chart-topping CDs, high-octane stage shows, and now they burst onto DVD and video. I can see us on TV. In their awesome new movie. I think they're clones. It's not science fiction anymore. Seeing double. Blow this entire building to oblivion. Hold up, time out. 
It's a fun and funny adventure. Okay, so where are the heroes? Wall to wall with brand new... We're the heroes, you mook. Way cool... S-Club Music. From the creators of American Idol and as seen on the ABC Family Channel. The S-Club in... Seeing Double. On DVD and video. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. S Club. When thinking of putting together an S Club 7 episode, it didn't make sense for us to do series. So I was like, how can we do this without the series? A condensed version of S Club. And forgive me if the 7 pops in and out through this. I miss Paul, by the way. Paul was one of my top favorite males in that group. So his presence was missed. Your presence was missed, Paul. I had asked Rob, let's do the S Club 7 movie, seeing double. And I cannot lie. It is not a great movies by any mean, but we will talk about it. So Rob, <laughs> I can't wait. I pray that those who are listening right now are not S Club fans, because if you are... <laughs> This is not the portion of the episode for you. I know I said I hope you're a S Club fan right now for listening, but now don't listen because it, it's it's that time. Uh, so Ryan had me watch this, and we should have put this episode out like three months ago. I didn't intentionally push it back, but I knew for a fact that I was not going to like this. But I I will do anything to keep my job here on the podcast. <laughs> so and he he put in a lot of work into it too because he sent me a copy that I did not ask for but it was gonna get watched so I watched this movie and I definitely kept an open mind I was open to it because of the fact that it had the same director as Spice World and I love Spice World and I expected the cheesiness from it too but there was a lot of production put into Spice World that did not get the same treatment here and that unfortunately is the reason why this movie is just not good it's just not and I love the fact that you know the six that were in the movie were having such a blast such a good time and just immortalizing their career in the form of a movie it just made sense for them to have one but this was not good especially when you compare it to the brilliant tv show where they acted better and they had better storylines i don't know what this was but the editing was bad just the plot itself did not make any sense like there was just no point for the clones there just wasn't but here let i want to preface this that my biggest concern and issue with this movie was the fact that we went over an hour without knowing why this movie plot is even in fruition like we don't (laughs) understand they don't say anything about why there are clones 
of S Club. They are just finishing up a tour and then all of a sudden some guy wants to make clones out of them and they've just secretly taken over their portion of the tour in the US. And you're not given a reason why they were made. The manager gets kidnapped and he's cloned and there's just no... So the whole movie is just the real S Club trying to get to LA to clear their... Not clear their names because that's the other thing. They didn't even do anything to ruin their name. It's just the fact that they are imposters taking over. And it's at one point they thought they were stuck. Where were they in France or Belgium? I forget where they were. Barcelona when they in Barcelona. Barcelona. And it's just there was no stakes. It was like they're making your careers hot right now. Like what do you care? Go on that vacation you wanted this whole time. But they needed to make it to LA. That's the thing. Tell me Kim Fuller who is the brother of Simon Fuller who put this whole thing together. Again, he, so he worked on the Spice Girls movie. So why would you have it start off kind of like the same, right? The band coming through yeah. to the bus and them going, we want a vacation. A month off now that the tour's finished. <laughs> a month, a week, a day. They all sound so similar, don't they? Alistair, you, yeah, you promised us. You promised us. Okay, okay. Time off starts with a week in LA, right after this press conference. No, that's ridiculous. For the album. It's a great album. But you've got to promote it. Like Rob is saying, it's not done in that fashion. It's kind of like cheap. No budget. It's weird. It's weird. So for those who definitely didn't watch this, because this movie is hard to find, the reason for for them being cloned and used was this evil mastermind guy who for some reason had the technology to clone people and (laughs) there was even a part in the movie where somebody was like if you have this technology why didn't you clone the president or the governor or somebody of importance that can like change the world and so his reason was because he was a huge fan of the group as well as other musical icons that he loved he would write to them and as a fan and nobody wrote back to him. So he felt that if he cloned his favorite musicians, that he would be able to do whatever he wants with them and sort of like use them in his own fantasy way of how they would treat fans and and, and use the music or whatever. So you're the guy who bought the nickels off the internet? Yes. I wanted to meet you all in person before I tied up the loose end. You must be wondering why I brought you here. I used to have heroes, stars who I'd write to, but who never replied because I didn't come. I was beneath them. Then I realized I can grow my own stars, program them to obey me, do whatever I say. So I started collecting their DNA. But it doesn't make any sense, though. I mean, if you want power, then why not clone people like Bill Gates or President Bush? You could take over the world with clones of that caliber. Tell me, who would you rather see stepping naked out of an accelerated growth pod? Bill Gates or Britney Spears? Britney. Britney, definitely. And here's the thing. 
the clones had like zero personality unless they were on stage. So again, his reasoning was weird. He didn't use them as personal like music entertainment at his castle. It was literally, it was just the weirdest plot. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Rob, you're right. It wasn't to entertain him. He sent them to do the job of the actual S Club. I just think he just wanted them to be more in his own image, I guess, when it came to making decisions and appearances. So what I got from this is he's basically the villain syndrome from Incredibles. His biggest person he is obsessed with rejected him and he literally decided, well, get rid of all of them. We're done. We're just going to replace replace them. So he is syndrome from Incredibles. Aside from the reason for it, there was a lot of shenanigans that was happening with the S Club and even the clones didn't even have a different personality. Like they were stoic, but there was no sort of like personality change that they could have had fun with with this. They literally just played a double version of themselves just dressed up in different outfits. Besides that one montage maybe with I Never Had a Dream Come True montage and they have the clones doing things that they've never the Hannah and Rachel clone because midway through they I guess they figured how are we going to do a film like this so they had to like split the band in half and then have them acting as clones the opposite way very confusing I don't even know if you could follow what I just said at home but why even just lost my I lost my train of (laughs) what was I trying to say so this montage basically just highlighted that these clones while they were seen as the villain of the story they ended up being like really cool people to hang out with so what's your name rachel Mm. what's your real name don't lie to me Mm. i'm rachel is this part of our training program look i'm asking the questions all right what training program Mm. this is a test Mm. it's a good test Which, again, didn't even work for the plot because there was no reason to believe that they were, like, evil. And they were on a mission, right? So half the group had split up just to infiltrate the clones and figure out what exactly their main goal is. And it wasn't to kill them or get rid of the originals. It was just to be in the command of this guy. And so they go through this montage where they're all having a good time. And it's like, don't you know your friends are still, like, in the group who need to be saved? Or, like, they didn't show up to the rendezvous point right so they're clearly missing they're either missing or they got caught or whatever nope we don't care we have time to kill now since they didn't show up to (laughs) the rendezvous point so let's go out and have a day and bradley and john have the most gayest date i've ever had (laughs) or i've ever seen in my life they go to the beach together because clone john has never been to the beach so bradley takes them to the beach and they have the most gayest date i've ever seen i'm gonna check the beach oh i've never been to the ocean all right well come with me it is adorable and the worst passing of a soccer ball or football if our uk listeners in the world it was so awkward i'm like yeah i don't i don't think john wanted to play the sports bradley (laughs) i have a feeling (laughs) (laughs) i just i just didn't understand because it would be different if they were like oh I, I hate the way that you, you know, like if the bandmates were arguing with each other and then like the clone sort of showed the side of them that 
they would want to see more. Like there was just no reason for them to have this like fun moment because it didn't really like elevate where the story was going. It, it was just like a moment for them to have fun, but it's not like they never had fun together. So it was just like, oh, maybe I guess this was just a version of the vacation that they wanted in the beginning. Maybe that's what it was. I think, no, the only thing it was, I think it was to show that they were just work, work, work on the opposite side and they didn't, they've never experienced life before. So now these clones are going to be liberated and experiencing all these beautiful things. But I have a lot of thoughts. I have, (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Let me try to put this together into a cohesive thing. I really wanted this movie and I've seen this movie over the years. Like when I got it, I actively waited for this DVD to come to Amazon going, oh my God, I can't wait for this movie to come. So I tried. I wanted it to be a Spice World movie for me. I kept trying to get it to that level where you could rewatch it, rewatch it. I don't understand how, again, Kim Fuller, who actually did write for a lot of the TV series, and like Rob had said earlier, okay, it still was bubblegum and fun for kids, but the scripts made more sense. They were more realistic in in ways, and the acting was better. So the only thing I'm thinking about this is right after this movie premiere, like a few weeks later, S Club announced that they were splitting. I have a feeling that they just had to get this movie out of the way because originally Paul was in the script from what I remember reading back in the day. So they had to rewrite the script. He left. When you lose a member of the band, even though you're a seven piece, it still has the stigma for whatever reason. It's like, oh, a band member left. I think they just wanted to finish it and get this album out, unfortunately. Yeah. I had told Rob to take note of Joe O'Mara during this movie because this is the time in her career when she was out of the band for a while, in and out of the hospital with back surgery and back pain. So not only does Joe disappear, if you'll notice, when the clones are supposed to be even showering together, it was odd that the like John and Rachel and Hannah weren't showering, right, with Bradley and Tina, but no mention of Joe. I'm saying this because they would just awkwardly forget that she was supposed to be there or they would have this really not same body type stand-in that would run for Joe or do like moves or... Bad yeah, wig any, thing too. any running scene they definitely removed her from the frame of the shot that they were doing and then if there was any heavy choreo that S Club was doing while they were doing one of their musical numbers she would not be a part of it the one thing that worked in their favor with this was they did try and create a gag for Joe so she did not have to run with the group and this was towards the beginning they escape out of the hotel that they were staying in without paying the bill and they all are running around around the city and cutting corners and whatnot when apparently where they needed to go was literally next door and so Joe is the only one who's figured this out and she walks next door and she's waiting at the front door for the rest of the group to catch up and then when they get there she's like we were just right here all you had to do was walk down here so it kept her from running and I get it and it was all right funny but that's how you write for something like this guys what took you so long the prison is right there. Oh. The scenic group is bound. <laughs> every other time they had her sitting down when she had no business sitting on her ass and just making like faces or whatever other than that like I get it they worked around it they included her thank god but it definitely felt like five of them because anytime they had to do a group dance move she was not in it 
and it's unfortunate just bad timing and the sad part is like rob saying jokes like that with joe i it worked for me but then you go and match it to something later when you just have the band running back and forth and screaming like it's such like an old joke and you're like where did you why did you think this was funny to make this band do? because clearly they can do comedy they can do funny things To not be all downer, and I do want to get into some other crazy plot points, but just to break this up, I do think there was potential in more of the second half, I told Rob. There's a segment when John, Hannah, and Rachel trade with the clones, right? And they're in that training program where they're put to bed, and they're kind of realizing that these people are going to be permanent replacements, as they called it. And they're learning to be them. And they kind of played like a creepy-sounding music, and I'm like, okay, this works, because if they would have played it more serious, like, they're going to kill us. I mean, of course you can't do that, but honestly, kids in the two thousands weren't that naive (laughs) good night s club hannah's spiritual color is yellow you like sunday roasts parties clubbing macaroni Like, things like that, Rob, and then even follow it up with they're doing, again, a CD signing. Joe is nowhere to be seen. The manager, the clone manager, realizes that Rachel writes a note to a fan, like, send help. We're being kidnapped by pop bots or whatever they kept calling them, or clones. And the manager realizes it, and then they go to escape, and then they're in this dark underground. Not that S Club 7 is a dark movie, I'm saying, but there's potential because there was like, oh, like, crap, they're trying to escape now. Like, there was a, you know, it raised the bar and it gave it more of just a screaming back and forth or trying to escape a hotel because you couldn't pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Out the window kind of thing. <laughs> see, Gagan's going to clone us again from our fingernails. Yeah, he's got what he wants now. He doesn't need to keep us here anymore. He's going to kill us. I, I do want to highlight some positives that I got from this. I did laugh out loud a couple of times. I did find there was, so there was a joke when I think they finally make it to LA and they see the, the clones sort of dancing together, or I think they were preparing for a music video shoot. And so they were in training and they were, they had the dance coach, you know, teaching them the moves or whatever. And they were watching from afar of this group. And then Bradley says, wow, they are really identical. And so what happened, was is that when they were watching the group Joe was the only one having trouble with the dance moves and so Bradley says wow this group is really identical to us and then Joe's like you bitch (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have to try harder than that Joe hold it there 
They really are identical. Cause even it's funny that a clone who was like literally created to like be robotic and like yes have programs on what to do and you still have them messing up. And so the fact that Joe, a clone, was still having trouble dancing, it's like, wow, you really made them identical. Cause even this clone can't even get the moves right. That was funny. I like that. I enjoyed the the grass or the hedge maze. I enjoyed that. Oh yeah, I that the, was clever. I like the sweater. The sweater thing, I thought that was very clever. Hang on a minute, has anyone seen my sweater? And the shower scene. Like, I was <laughs> dying with the shower scene. What do they kept calling it? Like BB something? SBB, shower before SBB. bed, and shower, shower before, no, shower before breakfast, and then shower before bed. SBB. Yeah, SBB. What's this? SBB. Shower before bed. Shower before breakfast. SBB. You must shower. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's all right, honestly. I, I had one this morning. You know, just a BB before breakfast. Fresh as a daisy, mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But um, go go right ahead. You knock, knock, knock yourself out. And Bradley, for one, he was just selling it with his monotone voice. Like, he was just programmed, like, SBB. He's like, SBB, SBB. yeah, SBB. And who was it? Who was the guy? He was like, this is his oh, rule John. or something. Alistair makes all the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Alistair makes all the rules. SBB. 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 Where's John? We are required to shower together to save on water. Well, who made that rule? Alistair, Alistair makes all the rules. Any breach of protocol must be reported to Alistair. John didn't breach any protocol. Where is he then? And it was it was half creepy, half just hilarious because of how casual this group was being so comfortable being naked in front of each other. I was just like, is this a thing? Did they do this in the TV show? Were they always naked in front of each other? They just did everything together. The best thing about S Club was, I mean, they would have spats and fights, but they literally like brother and sister. They just loved everything. Everything was fine. Like they just, yeah, it was just like, okay, yeah. Well, I also wanted to to give props to the choreography some of these dance sequences that they had because technically this is a musical they would have a lot of extras doing dance moves you know just around them just creating this you know the scene and s club was was no exception like they were dancing and keeping up with all of these other dancers throughout the whole thing and i just got to give it to them like some of this choreography looked very difficult and not gonna lie like kudos to them for doing all you know that they did in the movie it's just it just all was put together in a very awkward way just just the flow of the story the reason behind a lot of where the story was going leading them into and it just a lot of it just did not make any sense. This big battle at the end when they're kidnapped and they have to stop a bomb from going off, like all of that. And then the reveal of the reason why LA has so many cosplayers on the streets getting oh, money. Yeah is because of this man. He literally creates every single impersonator that you would see on the Hollywood strip. And apparently with the end of the movie, they're all free to be themselves. And so being in LA, it made sense that these are the reasons why we get all of these impersonators on the road. Hey guys, we freed the clones. We've just released a whole new set of Britney's, NSYNC's and Nelly Furtado's onto the world. 
Maybe we should be quiet about that. And I'm just like, oh my God. I, I was just, I can't, I can't with this. This is such the weirdest thing, but question for you. There was a sort of like a boy band member who had most of the lines speaking for the clones. And then he ends up hooking up with Rachel. By the way, oh my God, I'm going on tangents right now because I have so many questions. Who was that? Who was, was that imitating someone? If we leave here, how will we survive? Form tribute bands. You can go on Pop Idol. That is Garth Gates is his name. And you know who he is? You know how American Idol came from England? It was Pop Idol first. Oh, okay. He is the original runner up to... To Will Young's okay, Kelly Clarkson. I was gonna say- he's the Justin Guarini of the first season. Okay. I was like, so like he's playing him or he is him? So he's playing himself, who was, I guess, as the clone. So he's, that's him. Oh, that's- okay. I thought you were going to say Will Young. I was like, it better not be Will Young. But, anyways. <laughs> What was the thing with Bradley getting with Rachel clone? Just like Bradley like Rachel? That was so weird, but it worked, but it was weird. Uh, Bradley, that is disgusting. What are you doing? She's me. No, it's not. She's all right. I mean, she made me see. Doesn't mean I fancy you, though. I don't fancy you Yeah, well, that goes for you, too. Oh, come on, you lot. Stop bickering. You mean when she goes, do I tie you up now, Bradley? Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll talk about that later. Do I tie you up now, Bradley? He's like, Brad, that's mean. He's like, no, it's not you. And I'm like, you still have to find her attractive. I don't know. That was that was an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, because they pushed that a few times. I mean, it's cute, like a little, I guess, flirtation. But yeah, th- they never did that in the series. This like a more of this movie kind of thing going on here. Yeah. Speaking of more of an adult thing, there was a few things in this movie that Kim Fuller here tried to uh, get in. So I picked up Rob that not only the assistant having the vibrating egg. Game Boy and vibrating egg. Oh, no, no, no. My last dollars and the address of a place I rent when I'm in LA. Bye. Funny. That was just like random. She's handing S Club all different things. She accidentally gives her vibrating egg. Oh, in the beginning, in the when they're doing the screaming because they're late. That's what I didn't like. That's when you like start oh with my real God. cheese. I was like, what is happening? This joke was running way too long, and it just was not funny because it also took them forever to even show why they were yes. even screaming. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, wasn't good. Rachel falls down because she has a sleep mask on, and she goes, "Am I dreaming? What is this?" Big- Big hard thing and then John's screaming and she's like oh so that was another thing <laughs> Rob Hannah clone and this one this actually sent me I laughed so hard over this they're going for a retinal scanner in the castle for the the clones where they're being held and she goes rectal scanner rectal scanner and then Joe's like no Hannah or something like that and then she tells she whispers in her ear and she grabs her ass <laughs> I thought that was hysterical, but I'm like, okay, Kim Fuller, you can't have this movie be a little more serious, but you could put these rectal scanners in. Too funny, too funny. It's the retinal scanner. Rectal scanner? Olivia Castle has one of those, don't they? No, Hannah, a retinal scanner. Help. The only other thing that I had here 
is the group was color coded throughout the whole <laughs> movie. Now, is that a typical thing with S Club is that they were always color coded, I guess, when it came to the live shows or something? You know where this comes from? And it's sad because I know their colors. But Rob's right. They're wearing these like track suits. Are they velour? Is that what they're called? Track suits that were very popular in the 2000s matching. But they were in their colors. So like the Spice Girls had Scary Spice, this Spice. Do you know what they came up with for S Club in the beginning? Colors. So Paul was orange and Hannah was yellow like they have in this movie. But it was never like besides like merchandise and stuff. They never in the show were like, I'm only wearing wearing yellow like on the power ranger that was where that came from oh my god what did you think about the victoria beckham and this is the company that made spice girls they see a victoria beckham clone and hannah says something about she's eating steak or or steak meal and they <laughs> literally say oh well then you know it's not the real one then <laughs> yes oh, i remember that damn damn <laughs> is that posh spice over there eating steak and kidney pie well that proves she's not the real thing Oh, and look! There's Robbie Williams having a food fight with Eminem. And Ozzy Osbourne. I can't believe they cloned Ozzy Osbourne. No. That's the real Ozzy Osbourne. Victor never cloned him. He's a mad scientist, but... He's not insane. Uh, Given that this is a retro podcast, I wanted to point out some of the, you know very old school things that kind of came across in this movie. One was the baggy pants. Like the the dress code in this was so just was this 90s or 2000s? This this 2003. was 2003. Yeah, like it's the tail end. It's it's mostly the clothes that were worn in the beginning from the group. They just had like the boys especially, but like I just couldn't believe how baggy they were. It was insane. There was also a billboard for Made in Manhattan, the J Lo movie. I was like, oh my god, this movie is so stuck in that time. Then Damn. they then they showed a Game Boy. I was like, wow, that and and it wasn't like the regular model. It was a different. Like, was that the Game Boy version. Advance? It might have been the Advance, yes. And then, like, what really sent me off, because I actually had one of these, was almost everyone in the movie had a Nokia phone with the yes! changeable phone oh. plate. The changeable <laughs> phone plate, but it was just brick, this small little thing that they all was holding throughout the whole movie, and it just fit right in your pocket. But man, I was like, I, you could tell it was the changeable plate one, too. Oh, that sent me. At one point, Joe's sitting again because she has to. And she finds out on the phone that they were selling their underwear on like eBay or something to get the clone thing. But yeah, she's typing away on this. Get a close up of it. Oh my God, that Palm Pilot internet thing they were using. That was ancient. Yeah. (laughs) The internet. There it is. One guy's been buying all the X Club stuff. Victor Gagan. He bids on everything. Props, costumes, underwear. They've got our underwear on the internet. Retro. Retro. Very, very retro. So with with the plot of this movie, you know, like making clones, I think that is a brilliant idea, but you also have to change them and make them total opposites. This is an opportunity for them to really sort of be versatile with their acting and basically just have fun or even make fun of themselves. But unfortunately, I just think they just made a movie where they just all had fun for a day. And I think for little ones, this could probably serve for a movie to keep them busy for 
for a while. But when you have other movies like Spice World and all those other musical sort of like movies that come out, this just did not deliver for me. And so, yeah, I just think they kind of went a little lazy with this one. So, Rob, I'm sh- I'm actually surprised, but in the U.S. too, which I never would have thought because I always thought I was the only one caring. It made it to the top 10 in the U.S., U.K., and Ireland in children's DVD sales. Yeah, yeah that makes total sense. I don't think the kids didn't know S Club 7. They would have no idea the first half of the movie what's going on. And that's what irks me so much. Like I was saying earlier, there is potential here. Clones are potential. The second half had funny parts. I think what they needed was actually a script. Because <laughs> once the second half plot and kind of a mission happened, it kind of moved along. And you're like, okay, this is something is happening. For anyone, there is this one song. I, I don't know if Rob noticed it. It's every time the band is driving. It's on the DVD menu too, unfortunately. It must have thought this was something. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Rob, it's it's like a, a track that almost sounds like a Charlie's Angels, like the 2000s Charlie's Angels, like a reject. And at the same time, I want to say maybe Tina in the background is laughing. And so it goes, ha ha, and this like high pitched ha ha over again. And it's this like string and it plays continuously and continuously <laughs> and continuously. I don't know what that was. Why did they do this? Why did they do this? That could have been any S Club song. Make it any other S Club song. So Rob's right. The movie is not available probably anywhere but eBay or Amazon for a physical disc. I I doubt it's streaming anywhere. (laughs) And it's unfortunate because I want to love this so much because I love the band so much and I love the TV series so much. But I would say if you are not a fan of S Club 7, I don't think you'll get anything out of this movie. You'll be left questioning questioning what's happening <laughs> yeah uh yeah i i would agree with ryan there's there's really nothing here to even watch even if you don't know the group so with that being said i would say you know if you want to expose yourself find like old school scenes on youtube of the series I think yes. those are pretty fun i don't know if any of the series can be found streaming or on dvd but i would totally rewatch the series just for kicks and just to see sort of the star-studded cameos and special guests that they had throughout the series they did get popular people for that yeah, time so with that you know i i think that means people were paying attention they were a commodity is just this movie as the last thing or almost last thing of their legacy is just unfortunate hannah did actually break out a little into the u.s market rob said earlier she was in i think it was see to chucky or one of the later chucky movies she was in cody banks too oh she was that's right and i said son of chucky lord help me seed of chucky yes that's what i meant <laughs> well he was well technically yeah, it was seed right? of chucky, yeah so horrible and she had that it was a uk show but it was on the sci-fi here it was prime evil it was a dinosaur series yeah no hannah be acting that's why she's my number one she acting so yeah good for her i'm glad she became something and she is fun in this movie if you're a hannah fan
that was the S Club 7 movie. Rob, where can the lovely people find not only you, but your reenactments we mentioned earlier? Yes. So we are still doing our Charmed recap. We're in the comics. We're on our final season, season 10. And bi-weekly, every other Sunday, Ryan and I will review a, a couple of issues at a time to go through where the charm ones are after the TV series. I am also recording all of the movies that I've watched in 2023 and posting a review or a small sort of like score of the movie that I watch and just sort of catalog everything that I watch throughout this year. It's very therapeutic and cathartic for me, but to anyone who follows on Instagram, it's Rob the Movie Geek on Instagram, all one word. You can kind of just watch the journey as I watch any old movie that just pops in and and, and just gives me a reason to watch finally, whether it's a first time or a rewatch for doing the podcast. So you'll see like small reviews on there. And then ever so often you'll see Ryan and I reenact a scene from a certain movie. So those are those are gonna be fun. So you have <laughs> you have to look forward to Rob grading seeing double, which I'm assuming is gonna be really low on his Instagram. Yes, we actually, we have to pick a scene for this movie. So we will be doing that. We just have to come up with it. We are on Instagram, Radical Retro Podcast, one word. We're new every Friday. And uh, thank you again, Radical Ones. We hope if you are just listening to this because you happen to enjoy us and don't know who S Club 7 is, thank you. If you're S Club 7 fans, we hope, like Rob said, I mean, I could honestly tell you I love them. So it's unfortunate that this wasn't a great movie but we're glad you came and listened to us (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you for listening this was for the people who enjoy s club and also wanted a little bit of a change from our normal way of doing the podcast which is mostly movies and tv so we get a little music and i'm sure this won't be the last time thank you again goodbye bye-bye s club if you give me two euros i'll let you lick armando's feet he's got the biggest my little chianti aren't you amando Private reserve. I'll give you two euros. Hold the toe suck. Please help us escape. Escape? <laughs> My dear. This is the only prison in Barcelona where people are trying to break in. But I can tell you, the desk sergeant does like to dance. Oh. Oh. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.